You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 126. Well, it's happening, you guys. There is a brand new social media platform out, and it's kind of taken over the world, as well as consuming basically all of my time right now. Uh, So in case you haven't heard, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, has created a new app called Lemon 8, like the word lemon with the number 8 at the end. So lemonade, supposed to sound like lemonade, you know, play on words. Uh, And basically, it is a combination of Pinterest, Instagram, and TikTok. And honestly, I am here for it. But not everybody is, and there is expected to be a lot of scrutiny towards Lemonade that is similar to that of TikTok. And for obvious reasons, I guess, because considering the whole TikTok ban situation, um, people aren't really sure since this is coming from the same company if this is just going to be basically TikTok 2.0. But being that this app is so new, there isn't a ton of information out yet, and there's mostly just articles that are like speculating things, but I do plan to track how this app is going to play out, and I will, of course, keep you guys updated as I find out things. But on that note, this episode is going to take you through what we know about Lemonade so far. I also dive into whether or not you need to get on the app, and then we talk about growth strategies if you do decide to give the app a try. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then stick around and we will saddle up and get to work. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. You guys, it is finally here. My brand new membership, The Social Herd, is here, and I cannot wait for you to jump in with me. The Social Herd is a monthly subscription that serves a variety of purposes. It's a social media content resource center with over 100 done-for-you Instagram captions available upon your entry. By joining the subscription, you will gain access to new caption templates monthly on top of the ones previously added. You will also be part of a community of rural, like-minded women who are there to encourage you, share stories, wins, successes, and more. Plus, there will be live trainings and Q&As with me every single month. If you're a ranch wife, a mom, business owner, someone wanting to stay home and raise their babies, make money from social media, use social media to grow your current business, or just make a side hustle, this place is for you. If you struggle with writing Instagram captions, need help refining your strategy online, but don't have a huge budget to hire a fancy, expensive business coach, this is for you. The social herd is like your own personal social media manager in your back pocket. Don't let fear get in the way. There is no commitment. So if you sign up for one month and decide that this is not for you, no biggie. You can cancel at any time. No questions asked. There's literally no reason not to try this. So I want to know, will I see you on the inside? Head to sarahelrod.com slash social herd to sign up today or head to the link in the show notes. 
So what is Lemonade? It is the latest and possibly greatest app to come out in recent times. And I know I could be biased, but this app just feels like such a breath of fresh air for creators and business owners. Like back in 2020, when TikTok got really big and video content kind of took over, it was very overwhelming to keep up with, like for so many people, because video content just kind of feels like way harder than photo content to, I'd say, probably most people. And it became apparent that if you were not creating and posting video content all day long, you were almost deemed irrelevant. And then, of course, Instagram came along and added reels and then YouTube shorts came out and all the things. And now there is Lemonade. And this is created by the same people who made TikTok. So take that for what you will. But this app is really great so far from what I have experienced. And it has like a very simple interface that's pretty similar to TikTok. But the vibes are very like Pinteresty, And you can have your main feed, or I guess I should say you do have your main feed that features a following section that lets you look at content from creators that you follow, as well as a for you section that recommends other posts based on your interests and accounts that you have like previously engaged with. So that's very TikTok-esque. Uh, Lemonade also segments posts under different categories like fashion, beauty, and food, and it allows its users to explore content in different ways. So far, I would probably say that the content that I've seen the most is very like photo heavy and very much giving off a Pinterest vibe. There is a lot of like how to type of content as well as different hauls. Um, my favorite X, Y, and Z type of posts. And just in general, a lot of like value giving content. Lifestyle content does appear to be a heavy focus as well on this app as of now, which I think is where a lot of the excitement is coming from because it does feel more casual and not so like buy this, buy that, you know, as salesy, I guess, as some of the other apps have become. It's But it's very open-ended right now because it's a new app. So you have to keep that in mind that as time goes and evolves, like a lot of stuff is going to change if this app continues to grow. And a lot of people that I I have noticed from the time that I've been on, I've been on for maybe like four days now. And um, basically a lot of people are dropping the idea of having a niche on this app. And I'm gonna talk more about this in a minute, but they are just focusing on posting creatively with no boundaries on keeping things aesthetic, which was kind of similar to the mindset on TikTok, I think. Obviously it was very video heavy. Um, now they've introduced like carousels so you can put pictures on TikTok, but it was obviously like a lot more casual type of content over on TikTok where I felt like even with Instagram Reels, like competing with TikTok, Reels always felt a lot more like pretty and aesthetic versus like a TikTok people, I think were more willing to just create and post um, more freely. And this kind of feels the same ish i wouldn't say it's like just take a picture and post it and don't do anything to it but it's a lot more like creative um and we'll talk a little bit more about that too but it's it's just more i think there's just a lot more freedom and, and a casual vibe to it 
And, you know, like I said, this app is super visual. So it is a lot of color. There is text on photos and graphics seem to be going a long way right now. And if I had to guess, I would probably say that Lemonade is going to roll out a lot more features that are similar to what Canva has to offer because it's kind of already doing that. It like lets you cut out like your certain pictures like cut people out of it and like do outlines around them just to add like different like make things pop and that's obviously like a canva feature so i would assume that as time goes on they're going to start rolling out a lot more like photo editing and like content editing type of features because i think they're trying to keep all of it inside the app and not have people use third-party apps which makes sense that's most most apps try to get to that point to make it just like an all-in-one kind of place and so it also seems to have like a very blog-like feel to it like people are back to sharing longer captions i feel like on instagram that was a huge thing for a while and now people have kind of done away with long captions on instagram and um so if you liked the shorter caption thing then maybe this won't be your favorite thing ever but Lemonade does seem to have longer captions and just the overall content styles themselves have more of a blog feel to them. And in other words, basically all of that to say this app is not a fast paced, like quickly scroll by type of app. I think users are spending a lot more time actually reading through long captions and scrolling through carousels and interacting with each post. And they're really taking a genuine amount of time to like absorb the content instead of just like mindlessly scrolling, which I think is like kind of a blessing for us creators because obviously that's what we want. We work so hard on our content and to have people just like quickly scroll on through is frustrating. So, um, you know, rejoice in that aspect of people are spending more time actually consuming content on this app. Um, the algorithm, I would say, well, not I would say, I just want to touch on, I guess, a few things about the algorithm. So it is a chronological feed as of now, and it's giving a very much a like 2013 Instagram era kind of feeling. Meaning you can actually see in real time what your friends and people you follow are sharing. And since the app is so new, just like any new app, they want you to spend time on it. So people are sharing more often. And like I said, a lot more freely uh, without having to worry about being penalized for multiple posts in a day. So if you're the type of person that loves to create content and you can pump out a bunch of content, then this is gonna be good news for you because right now you can do that and it's not gonna go against you. And there is a For You page at the top, similar to TikTok, like I said, but with a heavier focus on photos and videos. Um, and this is going to be where most people tend to hang out is on this For You page, especially in those like beginning developmental stages of the app where we're all trying to find people to follow and we're just kind of looking around to see what other people are posting and how they're utilizing the app. So I think a lot of people spend more time on their for you pages than they do even their following pages um, that tends to be more popular on tiktok as well i know on instagram it was like a huge thing that people wanted the chronological feedback but truthfully i think even though people think they want that they really actually spend more time utilizing the algorithm the way that it like puts pushes content out to you based on how you engage with other posts um so anyway like i said similar to tiktok there's you have the two options to scroll through a for you page or the following section so 
I want to talk about whether or not you should have a niche on Lemonade because this was one of the first things that I started to see over and over again as I started like consuming content on this app and spending more time on it. And I have seen so many people like argue um, whether or not you need to niche down. And here's kind of just my two cents with this. Just like any social platform, you do not need to do anything. There is no one right answer that's going to work for everybody. And in reality, I think it all just depends what your goal is with the app. If you are a business owner or a creator that hopes to use this platform to market your products and services or get like brand deals, then yes, I do believe that it is important to have a niche. But if you're just here to like post for fun about your life and you have no desire to make money from it then feel free to post about whatever the heck you want and like just going back to what a niche even really is because I just feel like they get a bad rep like a lot of people think like niching down is so terrible and they associate it with this idea of like limiting what you can post or talk about Um, Because like you think if something's outside of your niche, then you just can't post it. But that's not entirely true. My general approach on all social media platforms, including how I approach Lemonade, is having a niche and then having content pillars that support that niche. So if you're a business, you're likely going to be using social media as a marketing platform, which means you're trying to reach your ideal customer who is going to fit inside a certain mold. And your niche provides you with the outline of the kind of content to make in order to reach those people. And similarly, as a creator, you're going to want to be known for something. Lifestyle content is not a niche and it's kind of frustrating because I feel like, especially right now, I'm seeing a ton of that, just like, oh, I'm a lifestyle content creator. And that's all it says. It's just, I don't consider that a niche. It's way too broad. And like, you can still, you can post lifestyle content, but like make it more specific. What kind of lifestyle are you living? Are you living a rural lifestyle? Are you living in the city? Are you a stay-at-home mom? Something like a stay-at-home mom life hacks is a niche or even like a little more broad than that. Western and ranching lifestyle is somewhat broad, but it does give at least people a better understanding of the content that they can expect from you. And a niche is just there to be that clear indicator for your overall focus, whatever that might be. If it's Western fashion, clean eating, working out, like whatever, whatever that is that your main focus is. And just because your niche might be about all meat diets or all plant-based diets or something like that doesn't mean you can never post a photo of your home decor. You know what I mean? Like those can be your content pillars. You aren't required to stick to one thing on any platform. So my best advice is to have your niche and then choose like three to five content pillars that you rotate posting through. So let's say your niche is a Western wedding photographer and that's what you are known for or what you want to be known for, but there is more to you than just being a Western wedding photographer, right? And that's where the content pillars come in and those could include things like part of what your niche is which would be like wedding planning tips and tricks or something and then you know maybe you're you do live a rural lifestyle so maybe one of your content pillars is just rural day-to-day lifestyle and then maybe you're a mom so mom content could be another one of those content pillars and the goal is to create content within those content pillars that attract people to follow you and then you have your niche which is the driver of like your income or what you want to be known for So hopefully that makes sense how like content pillars hold up 
your niche essentially is how I feel like you can look at it. So should you get on Lemonade? Like overall, we've kind of talked about like what this app is and I know you might be hesitant to like start a brand new social media platform. So let's talk about it before you make the jump one way or the other. I have many thoughts on this, but they can mostly be summed up into do whatever you want. And I know that's not like super helpful or life-changing, but I think Lemonade could be risky considering the TikTok ban and considering it is in association with uh, the TikTok parent company. And there is a chance that um, this one could go down the same trail as TikTok. But even if it only does have like its 15 minutes of fame, just look how life-changing TikTok was for so many people for the past like three years. People were able to get in early into the app and set the trajectory for where it went. And now they're full-time content creators or their businesses blew up. Like, look at Charlie, what's her name? Charlie D'Amelio. Like, she was like one of the first people to like really take TikTok and run with it. And she's like a bajillionaire now. Like, I'm not saying that that's 100% going to happen for you. But like that could if you are early and you just like invest time and energy into this app, like, Early is a good time to get into something because you are going to be the one setting the pace for all the future things. So yes, I do believe that if you get on the app and you start pumping out content, your chances are better in these early days before it really catches on and like hundreds of millions of people start joining the app. Now, that is not to say that this is a must. Obviously, if you are thriving on other apps or you don't have the bandwidth to add another social media platform, then do not try to take this on. Plenty of people never jumped on the TikTok train and they still made a killing on Instagram alone. And also just let this serve as a reminder that all social media is fleeting. We have seen it with Instagram, we're seeing it with TikTok, and we all know Lemonade is just a fad for now and it's not gonna be around forever even if it is around for like 10 plus years it won't be around forever there will be new things that come out so I just want to remind you and this is kind of just like a random little insert because I really didn't want to talk about this but since I'm on this high horse that I'm on right now I want to remind you guys that social media is a fad and things are always changing And you need to be able to, in order to run a sustainable business, because even if you are a content creator, you are a business, if you're making money doing it, and you want to continue to make money doing it, you have to get something that's going to stand the test of time in order to find your people. Because if all these apps just shut down, I know you've heard people say this before, but it's true. If they all shut down, how are you going to reach this huge following that you've built up? So an email list is one of the only things that has truly stood the test of time over the years. And no, I'm not going to go on this big tangent about it. I have other episodes on email marketing, but if you are looking for a platform to try, I always recommend Flowdesk. And you can go to sarahelrod.com slash Flowdesk to get a free trial and then a 50% off code as well. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah, I just, I, I want to I I know we talk about social media and growth strategies and I'm all about it. I love social media and I think it's a great tool and it can really help businesses and brands grow. But I also just want to remind you that you shouldn't just put all your eggs in one basket or even just the general basket of social media because things are forever changing there and email for some reason just hasn't. So anyway, I will leave it there. I want to now move on to how to grow on Lemonade. So I'll be honest, one of the fastest ways, like this is like truly opening up the curtain and like telling you for real, 
uh, one of the fastest ways that I've seen growth for myself as well as other creators on Lemonade is through how to grow on Lemonade posts. Um, but does that mean that I think you should go out and make a bunch of these kinds of posts? No, not really. Unless, of course, you are in the industry of helping others grow on social media, then for sure post about it all day long. I think it would really help you grow. But if your niche is like Western fashion and you have no desire to teach others growth like tips for social media platforms, then don't go out and just create a bunch of lemonade growth hacks just for the sake of growing your account because you're going to not build trust with your audience that way and they're gonna realize what you did. So you're gonna have to be consistent. If you are someone that helps people with social media, then by all means do it. If you're not, then figure something else out because I know that this was what works has worked for me and what I've seen the most growth with and what I've seen other people growing with, but it's not the only way to grow. If you focus on consistently posts, consistently posting the kind of content that you are actually interested in making. And I promise it will pay off. Also, don't forget to engage with others. Um, engagement seems to be really huge and have like a really big impact on this app right now. And it's helping a lot of people grow. So make sure you're interacting with new people and that you're interacting with anybody who is engaging with your content. So here are, I want to just like break this down to even deeper. So like here are the exact steps I would say or recommend to you if you decide to create a Lemonade account today, like right now. These are the five things that I would suggest you do right now. So the first thing that I would say to do is to create an introduction post. You want to share about who you are through fun pictures and don't forget to add text to the images, which you can do in app and also use keywords to describe yourself in the caption so that other people can find you. Number two is to immediately after posting your introduction, make another like two to three posts and post them. Yes, I am telling you to post back to back because this is going to help give people a feel for your content when they land on your profile, making it easier to decide whether or not to follow you. And instead of basing their decision off of just like one introduction post. Number three, you want to use hashtags. So unlike Instagram, who had a limit of 30 hashtags, Lemonade limits you to only 10 hashtags per post, which is honestly kind of a relief if you ask me because hashtags are a huge way people are going to find your content on this app and trying to come up with 30 just seems like ridiculous. So make sure to use them wisely. And I also like just for a tip on like what hashtags to use, I try to use hashtags that are kind of in between as far as like the number of views. Like when you start typing out a hashtag, there'll be a number next to it that tells you like how many people have used it or viewed it. And um, I just try to avoid things that are too small or too large. If they have like 10 views or, or 10 uses, I wouldn't use that one that's too small. Um, but some of them, if you know that they are, because this app is so new and not every industry is on there yet, I will say like, take this with a grain of salt because some hashtags just don't exist yet within the app because nobody's used them yet. So like hashtag Western, Western fashion, obviously like I, I know it's been used now, but it if you go to Western fashion on Instagram, there's like a bajillion uses of it. If you do it on Lemonade, it's like a few thousand. And so there's going to be certain hashtags that might be popular on Instagram that just haven't been used on Lemonade yet. So if there's hashtags that you use that gain a lot of traction on Instagram, 
even if it says there's zero views on Lemonade, it might be good to use them because as more people get on the app, they're going to use the same type of hashtags to find similar content on Lemonade that they do on Instagram. Like that's just basic user habit. So um, yeah, as far as hashtags go, like you can definitely experiment around, but make sure you're using them because they are a big key part in people finding you. And then number four, photos are super in right now. They seem to be way more popular than videos, but don't just toss out video altogether. I think a good 80-20 blend is a good place to start. And yes, you can repurpose photos and videos from other platforms, but make sure to remove the watermark because most platforms don't like it when you post content from other apps, especially if it tells you where it came from. So make sure to get rid of those watermarks. There's uh, websites that can do that for free for you. And number five is just get creative. This app is super visual and it's really fun and there's just way less pressure right now to be aesthetic. So use this time in the beginning stages to try new things, experiment with your content and get back to actually enjoying social media again. So I wanna know, what do you guys think? Is Lemonade going to be the next big thing or do we think it's just a fluke and it's gonna die off soon? Let's talk about it over in the Branded Cowgirl Podcast Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts. So let's start the conversation. You can join that group by clicking the link in the show notes. And hey, if you do decide to jump on the Lemonade train and make an account, make sure to follow me over at Mrs. Sarah Elrod on Lemonade. So thank you so, so much for listening. And I think that's all I have for you today. I will chat with you in the next one. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl podcast insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.